0: everyone so to be completely transparent i am recording this right after my episode two uh, attack of the clones review but i'm posting this one week after i record it so it's not on the actual day that i'm posting uh, but let's get into it so today i want today i want to discuss star wars the clone wars not to be confused with the micro animated series star wars clone wars which was done pardon me i, uh, I can't recall his name but the individual the creator of samurai jack which I will be doing a video in the future. Great series, both the original run and the the final season. Anywho, but um, yes, I'm going to talk about the Clone Wars, or rather discuss the Clone Wars, which originally came out August 8th, uh, 15th, 2008, on Cartoon Network and ran into, uh, rather, the last season, which the series ended March 3rd, um, pardon me, March 7th, 2014, but it did not end on Cartoon Network the last season, which is known as, season 6, which is known as The Lost Missions, was released on Netflix. The reason why it was released on Netflix and not Cartoon Network was because during that time period was when Disney bought the Star Wars property from Lucasfilm. And so it was announced that um, Clone Wars will actually be being will be being will be canceled. Pardon me I can't speak sometimes. And uh, yeah so unfortunately that's what occurred. The Lost Missions was 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 season six. That was what the creators were working on when it was announced they were going to get cancelled. So rather than just Deleting the videos, they decided, or not the videos, but the episodes, they decided just to release them um, wholesale, not wholesale, um, all at once, one not weekly, onto Netflix. And um, yeah, there was a revival by Disney on February 2nd, 21st, 2020, and it ended on uh, May 4th, 2020. And really quickly, I don't want to sound really biased when I explain this, but I just want to make it clear that uh, Disney revived... Clone Wars, but I think it's important to keep in mind that they, did, they didn't save Clone Wars. So for my channel, I do try to be my best to be positive, but I think this is gonna be one of the few instances or the rare times where I am gonna be negative. And I think it's important to keep in mind that the only reason why Clone Wars was canceled in the first place was because of Disney. So in case you guys were unaware, um, I, I had to look more into it, but from my basic like research that I've done, George Lucas was actually funding Clone Wars. It did start off great, but unfortunately, as seasons kept going, I guess there just wasn't any viewership or maybe, Well, the animation was getting better every season, and that's something I'll discuss in a bit. Uh, So maybe because of that, uh, apparently Clone Wars was a passion project for Lucas, and maybe he decided to put more money into it to make it better consistently with each season. Disney's Disney. We know that they can easily afford what Lucas is putting into from his own personal money and inject more than that, right? Yeah, they made the choice to not do that, to not continue supporting a beloved show that was loved by fans and by critics, And they announced that they were done with the series, by the way. The creators, Dave Filoni and his his partners, announced that with season six, they had a roadmap to finally end the Clone Wars, and it was going to end officially with season uh, eight, with, with season eight, and ending with the arc known as the Siege of Mandalore. And yet again, despite that, Disney made the choice to cancel Clone Wars and usher in Rebels, which while not a horrible show, I would argue never reached the same heights as the Clone Wars did, And um, so it's just essentially an okay show, Um, but yeah, I don't hate Rebels. But uh, to be frank, uh, like I said, it just never reached the same quality as the Clone Wars did, the same heights that it did. So it's just not a better show than the Clone Wars. I'm just really mentioning this because I I just feel like a lot of people forget that it was Disney who canceled the show. And so if you guys watch the trailer. Uh, if you guys look up the trailer for the Clone Wars, the final season, it ends with the hashtag Clone Wars Saved. And it just kind of irks me a little bit or rubs me the wrong way because I feel like in the same way that Palpatine manipulates the people that he wants to work with and the people that he works with, I can't. I view this as Disney manipulating the viewership and the audience. Uh, we save. I know that the hashtag at the time was save Clone Wars, but they could have easily used any other word besides we're saved like Clone Wars revived, Clone Wars coming back. To be turned off Clone Wars. And no, they, they made the choice to put Clone Wars saved. And that word saved really implies a lot of agency. It really implies that there was an individual in the background that said, no, we need to make the choice, do the actions to save this individual property, uh, whatever it is that we're using in this example. In this instance, there's show, right? So that that's just my quick little negative spiel. So hopefully that's now out of the way. Okay, wait, okay, I'm not done completely. And with that, so again, so okay. Let me just get this out of the way right now. I'm not going to talk about the final season completely. I'll get that to its own portion. But I think it's an important thing to keep in mind that the final season, I do believe that the final arc could have been released on its own as its own standalone movie. And I think that would have been a awesome thing to do, like the complete circle, a literary trope. The Clone Wars started with the animated movie. Uh, and it, it was like an average, not really well-beloved real animated movie. And to end it with another animated movie, The Siege of Mandalore, which I would argue I think fans would have loved and praised the uh, complete 180 yeah 180 from the from when it first aired right and that would have been really awesome really cool but i can't help but feel that disney made the choice to release a final season because of the subscription model so again when the final season came out this is when disney announced that they're going to have disney plus and so rather than just releasing all the episodes at once, uh, they, they released it each week. And I'm not gonna get into an argument about that. It's all about a matter of opinion. One prefers everything at uh, lump, lump piece, lump, you know, pardon me, uh, I can't recall the word right now, but everything at once versus weekly. Um, but I think the important thing to keep in mind, what I want to discuss is the fact that it could have been separated. The Clone Wars Siege of Mandalore could have been its own movie, but Disney made the choice not to do that because they essentially manipulated the audience because they knew that the audience would, would would watch the final season of the Clone Wars. And so that is a really great segue. I think it would have been better, so much more better as a movie because the first arc, I do like, so the first arc is known as the Bad Batch. And in case so you guys are unaware, I haven't looked up if it's true recently, but I did watch the original storyboards on YouTube when it first got canceled. It was available on YouTube and it's not animated. It's just the drawings and they're all just literally, they're going like this. Well, pardon me. They're going, so they're not walking. It's just pictures, but the story there. And I think the voice acting was there too. I can't recall completely, but I watched it and it was really fun. Classic clone, the Clone Wars and on. Um, yeah, but of course with the Disney, the the Bad Batch, it was Toned down a little bit, uh, which is understandable, but without, I don't like violence for violence sakes. But if one watches The Clone Wars, I think one could argue that they never used death and violence just for shock value. They used it for uh, enhancing their storytelling, enhancing the themes they wanted to explore. And so I think Disney just wanted to do that or toned it down because they're used to just using death as, a, as, well, as comedy. And I think really good examples of this would be the MCU and the sequel Star Wars trilogy. And compared to how death is treated in the Clone Wars and even the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. And while sometimes there's some deaths that's made in, 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 in comical passing, more often than not, it's treated with much more reverence. And um, so, yes, yeah, so it is a little bit toned down. That's my only complaint. But the, the plot line is still great. I do enjoy it. Though the Bad Batch, the characters themselves, it could be a little bit too... Uh, um, Cartoonish sometimes The first episode Where they're introduced Was great But Red Girl <laughs> He needs to come down sometimes And Crosshair Is just a Arrogant rude Individual mm-hmm. ben who Going next to the next arc The March Sisters Well I guess I said I wasn't talking about it At the end But I guess I'll talk about it Right now What a horrible arc If this If this would have been Just a typical season I would have been fine with it Okay But this was Billed as the final season The conclusion Of the Clone Wars Which was off the air For Six years. I was doing the math at the bottom here. It was off the air for six years, and we get not even an average, but a lackluster, horrible. And I am going to use a horrible because I think, subjectively, one could. I'm um, There's literally an episode where they start off at the beginning and ended where they started. It was a waste of time. I would argue one could skip. It was a four episode arc. You could skip that the, the, the one before the last and you be a-okay. They literally went in a circle. Objectively, I think one could argue that it's just a horrible arc. There's not much quality within it. And I know some individuals, they do like the characters, the Mart sisters, the, or the, but as an individual who's Latino, I can't help but feel like these characters are just negative portrayals of characters of color. Another example of a property trying to use uh, the representation positively, but ends up being when one thinks critically about it, just a slap to the face because of course people of color can't are are going to be thieves and are going to be not able to open up our own mechanic shop the way that the younger sister should have right anywho but i don't want to get into that well, that, as it is, the negative parts, the negative aspects about the show, um, the final season, why well, I do love it. I do strongly believe the final season should have been released as its own movie, and I am disappointed in, at Disney that they made the choice to, to obviously do this for financial purposes. So now, let's actually discuss The Clone Wars, though. Obviously, I did enjoy the final season. I thought it was great, but to be frank with you guys, even, pardon me, I'm not, like, I don't like to look without my glasses. <laughs> that caught me off guard, sorry. <laughs> um, as I was saying, though, um, so even before we had this official conclusion for the Clone Wars, the unofficial conclusion for it was actually, I think, did a really nice job. So the Lost Missions, and it ends with an arc that's very Yoda-focused, uh, and the last episode is called Sacrifice. So spoilers if one has not, hasn't seen the Clone Wars, but essentially this arc is about Yoda having an existential crisis with himself and with the Force, and he's going into a, a journey to reconnect himself and something that I do I do love the Jedi order but and this is definitely something I should discuss and thinking about video but I do appreciate how the creators of the Clone Wars made Yoda's character acknowledge that um the Jedi that the Sith are essentially the Jedi right literally the only reason why the Sith exists is because they were Jedi who made the choice to study the dark ways or to study the the dark side of the force and they became Sith And even after they became different branches they're two sides of the same coin and i really appreciate how that 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 famous uh endor tree that luke has to take his trial when yoda kind of goes through a similar circumstance with qui-gon leading him and yoda has to fight a dark version of himself where essentially um one of yoda's worst fears is succumbing to the dark side because again jedi and sith are two sides of the same coin and despite that, though, I do agree that the Jedi Order was, was very—it was too stoic, it was too traditional. At the end, they needed to grow, not change completely, but they needed to expand in a little certain ways. And certain characters like Count Dooku and Qui-Gon Jinn, there's a reason why they were not allowed to join the Jedi Council, and it was because they wanted to shake things up a little bit. Um, but I think it was—I think it is important to keep in mind that um, there's good points that the Jedi Order had. It was just a matter of refining and tempering those points in a more um, was as the as the, because the, the, the Republic had different orders there was the high Republic era and then the old, the Old Republic era the high Republic which Yoda was a part of and he ended up joining the Jedi order during the decline of the Republic uh, where we watched with the movies and with the properties that leads into the Imperial, Imperial Empire. Um, but yeah, the show did a really good job of demonstrating how nuanced this, again, as I said in the previous video for my review for episode 2, how Lucas says this is, his kid's, this is a kid's property, but I would argue there is a lot of nuance within it that one could have some really deep conversations about. And I love how the arc of sacrifice ends with Yoda telling Obi-Wan and Mace Windu, they ask him, did you find a way to win the Clone Wars? And he essentially states, I'm paraphrasing that verbatim, but he essentially states... He didn't find victory in the Clone Wars, but victory in general, a way to beat the Sith, not within this war, but just overall. And he's referencing, obviously, to the Force ghosts that Qui-Gon was able to tap into and was able to pass on that knowledge over onto Yoda and then over onto Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, And I just think it was really great because as, as a Star Wars fan, you know how it ends, right? Even non Star Wars fans knows how it ends, right? <laughs> with the Jedi dying, with the clones turning on them, with the Empire, with the Republic being replaced with the Empire, with literally democracy going away, with uh, uh, and, uh democracy, uh, transferring in for authorities, authorities, uh, an authoritative government. Pardon me, I can't pronounce words sometimes. Um, and yeah, the, the show The Clone Wars really does a great job of fleshing out the movies. If one watches The Clone Wars, they, they see how these characters, um, it just makes it much more emotional seeing them in episode 2 and also in episode 3. For example, like Count Dooku's end in episode 3. It just sucks again how papua just manipulated him and used him. So with that being said, this was actually my third time watching The Clone Wars. Um, more like two and a half times. I did watch it when it was first on Netflix, but I watched it in error Order. Uh, This was my first time watching it in in chronological order. Not to say, um, I was watching it with a friend and we watched it. I recommend watching it in chronological order instead of airing order. And I'm really happy that we did. um, Because Clone Wars, uh, so the reason why it was aired out of order was because... uh, Obi Wan, Ahsoka, and Anakin were never really the main characters; they're just characters part of the Clone Wars. So that's why there's multiple arcs where there's different uh, characters who are leading the show. I would definitely argue that those three that I just mentioned are the is the face of the Clone Wars. But Lucas, when he was when he was writing, I don't know if he was writing, but when he was working with the Clone Wars again, he thought about it more as an anthology series with different characters during the Clone War period and seeing that story unfold. My only complaint was during the um. What arc was it? The um, With Kate Bane trying to assassinate uh, Padme, I believe, there was just one jarring moment where uh, the original episode, um there was no previous connection to other characters, and it just, with the newer episode, it was much more emotional connections, and when you watch watching a chronological order, you're kind of like, oh, whoa, it was a little bit jarring because th- that those connections just kind of didn't make sense. You could tell that it was created after, but that was honestly one of the only instances where I did notice, oh, I guess another instance was more aesthetically, where the clone trooper armor was phase uh, three rather than phase two. But that was just for one episode, I believe, and very minor, not drastic. But again, watching it in a chronological order was really great, really fun. And and, the, and I didn't watch it in the StarWars.com order, by the way, I watched it. Via, it's called the Ultimate. It's actually, I have it right here. Let me pull it up really quickly. It's called the Clone Wars uh, Ultimate Edition 2019. And this 2019 version does include the final season. In addition to that, some external properties from from the Clone Wars as well, like comics and short stories and everything like that. Um, let me go back to the video. Okay, cool. So yeah, so the Clone Wars, do I recommend it? Yes, I highly do. Even though one is not a Star Wars fan, uh, I uh, season one is the weakest season, but each season gets better in an in animation and in terms of its storytelling, in terms of its themes, and... Um, What it's trying to uh, tell with its stories, you're going to end up uh, appreciating a lot of the clones, the Fives, Echo, Captain Rex, Captain Cody, uh, Wolf. um, Of course, the horrendous Umbra, Umbra arc, and what's awesome too. One is a fan of Disney Star Wars. You really see how Clone Wars set the bedrock for a lot of Disney property Star Wars currently. Without the Clone Wars, we wouldn't have so many properties now Things such as Solo, Andor, uh, The Mandalorian, uh, The Book of Boba Fett So there's a lot to appreciate within the Clone Wars It really does enhance the prequel trilogy And gives a sense of appreciation for the sequel trilogy uh, Not sequel trilogy, I'm sorry, but uh, Disney Star Wars as well Um, Yeah, at this point, I think I'm just going to be rambling Uh, uh, Would I recommend the Clone Wars? Yes, I would uh, as I said, if you're a Star Wars fan or not a Star Wars fan, I know when it first came out, a lot of fans disliked Ahsoka's character, but I would argue that she's a fun character that you end up learning to uh, appreciate because she actually has a character arc. Oh, well, and also characters like Anakin Skywalker. I know if you when you watch the movie, it kind of seems like oh, he's just an individual who ends up going bad, but the Clone Wars does a great job of really showing the camaraderie between Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin and showing how uh, his, well, his fall to the dark side how it wasn't just very sudden, it was a gradual decline, uh, like with Count Dooku. And yeah, I'm just trying to quickly think if there's anything I want to mention before I close out this video. I guess I could always do a thinking about video, which I do want to do just to discuss Palpatine and other loose ends about Star Wars in general. But thank you so much for watching. You guys want to discuss, or uh, if you guys disagreed or agreed with anything I said, please feel free to discuss it with me either in a private message or in the comments below. As cheesy as it sounds, may the voice be with you, with myself, and with everyone that we cherish and love. (laughs) Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.